Have you ever been talking about something that's really useful and thought, that's a great idea? Let's hit record so we can share this with everyone. If you're looking for best practices for your bank or credit union, join us while we talk all things sales, marketing, and strategy for financial institutions. Let's make it happen with FIGRO Solutions. Hi there, I'm Meredith Olmstead, CEO and founder of Figro Solutions. We are a marketing agency and we work with banks and credit unions on digital marketing and sales. And I am here with Penny Vanderbush, our chief of strategy. Say hi, Penny. Hey there. Um, so we were just having an awesome conversation about how to keep content fresh for banks and credit unions. So that's who we work with. So we wanted to talk, take a minute, hit pause and talk to you guys a little bit about some, some tips that we've really um, discovered over the years for how to really drive fresh content, make sure that people, when they're coming to your website or really any of your digital assets are seeing kind of new, relevant, interesting information and content that is going to help drive um, really conversion leads and conversions for your bank or credit union. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, some, some platforms do offer the ability that your website may be hosted uh, somewhere where you have what's called like smart content, where like based off someone's behavior, you can change out what they see when they visit your homepage. That homepage hero space could be, um, you know, behavior-based. If they were recently on a checking account page, then they see checking account content. They're recently on a credit card page they see that. So behavior-based relevancy in content, like displaying content to your website visitors, especially in the digital space is huge. But if you don't have the capability to do that, or if you do, definitely be doing it. But in addition to that, we're going to kind of cover some of the other content areas where we're not talking about like that automatic, agile, smart behavior-based content switching that a lot of you know CMSs allow you to do now. And um, you know, starting with when you make your marketing strategy, if you if you subscribe to the inbound philosophy and are structuring your content into content clusters, so you have a pillar page supported by blog posts that are um, backlinked internally to one another strategically so that you're performing better and organic and that you're ranking each year when you go to, to, uh, build your new campaign, what you want to do is look at your existing cluster. So let's say, you know, it's a credit card campaign. You want to start by looking at all the credit card blog information and posts and content that you have already, your existing ebook on that pillar page and, add to that and refresh what you have. You don't need to start over every year. And I think that a lot of the times we see people believing that they have to completely start over with all brand new content every year or when the next season comes along. And that's not necessarily true. You can absolutely refresh that content cluster that you already have, bring new content into that cluster, uh, send some marketing emails out, or if you've got a monthly you know, newsletter that you're sending, whatever that may be, using that new content to bring people back into that cluster and then cycle them through, through nurturing them with nurture emails, the existing content that you have there. So um, I think the the first first point is that don't forget about your existing content that's already working really hard for you and already has history with search engines like Google. Make sure that you're updating that, refreshing it, and adding to that cluster. Make your cluster stronger as you go. Don't abandon them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the other things that we've been doing for clients more recently, in addition to content clusters, which I really like is a little bit lighter content 
that is that kind of goes along with the seasonality of financial products or services or find just like small little budgeting decisions. So what we've been doing with clients um, over the last year and this year especially is creating a 52-week blog schedule. And if that's too much, if every week is too much for an institution, then make it every other week and cut it in half, you know, do 26 weeks or whatever. But um, and come up with things that are like a little bit lighter, like how to budget budget friendly ideas for a Valentine or planning your um, your family spring break, you know, on the on a dime, you know, like or something like that. That's got some financial know how and some expertise. It still paints you in the light of a trusted financial advisor, and it's professional, but it's not it's not net, doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a specific content campaign. But it still feels really fresh. It still gets eyes on it. It can drive traffic from existing customers or potential new customers, and keeps your domain authority high because of the recent. Basically, score of always having new content on your website. So that's another way to do it. The other thing that I wanted to say about this kind of lighter content and really any content is I cannot stress enough outsource some of it. Don't try to write it all in house. Like we work with, there's so many ways you can get to freelance writers out there online now. It's amazing. You can get blogs for, you know, a hundred bucks, 150 bucks, $200. Like you can't possibly tell me that um, the time and energy that a marketing staff or somebody on your staff to write one of those blog pieces is going to always justify never, you know, spending the money to outsource it. So even if you outsource half of the blogs and write half of them in-house, it's huge for helping keep you on, um, keep you on schedule for your, you know, with content, keep new content coming in and not add a tremendous amount of stress to the daily responsibilities of your team, your internal team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's huge. And, and, you know, a lot of the times there's a stigma around, you know, this negative, you know, feeling around outsourcing your content. And if you're writing like a really big piece, like an ebook, um, and, you know, you want that to be completely in your brand voice and you have internal resources to do that. Absolutely. But if you're doing, you know, Valentine's Day gifts that won't break a budget, you know, that doesn't yeah. necessarily need the same level of attention from a brand voice standpoint. You could definitely outsource that and have it written. Also, uh, if you need any ideas, we do have on our website at figro.com a 52-week blog schedule of ideas that you can download. So definitely check out our website. You could download that if you're looking for any ideas to create that schedule. And in addition to having a schedule for new content, um, have some sort of a schedule or cycle for your old content. And one of the easiest ways to do that is um, let's say it's April and you're starting to look at your content you're going to produce for the month of April. Jump back into your blog from April of the previous year. Look at the content you had then, refresh any of it, update it. Um, depending on the platform that you use, you might be able to unpublish it and republish it with a more recent date, um, you know, and kind of bring it back to the top of the list or uh, at minimum, even if you don't change the published date, just refresh it. And that way, every month, you're not only producing that month's current content in the current year, but you're refreshing old content. And then you know that nothing's getting stale and everything's being touched at least once every 12 months. Yeah. Um, You know, the other thing that we've been doing for clients a lot more um, over the last couple of years is redoing keyword research. And honestly, it's 
kind of time consuming. I'll be honest, like I'm not (laughs) going to lie. Um, there is some expertise that goes into it. We do use some pretty awesome tools to do it, but you can also do it with as simply as going into Google and doing some keyword searches and seeing what are the searches that Google suggests for you and what are other people searching. But what the reason that's important to do that is because you can see a shift in search traffic and interest by topic, you know, over time. So like, for example, during COVID, there was a huge uptick in people who were um, searching things like HELOC um, and, and home loans, because there was some of this kind of shift in, in search traffic, basically. So really understanding that like there was, and there was a lot of shifting towards like renovations and some of that kind of those kinds of keywords around those yeah. keywords in, in COVID times. And we actually saw greater search volume. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we actually saw greater search volume around a lot of like home renovation, home improvement type of keywords, yeah. even over the product names like HELOC and, and right. home loans. And so that would be a substantial shift in the way you're titling your blog post, titling your content, especially anything you're sharing on social. Like when you know home renovation, home improvement is now literally trending nationwide, if not worldwide, while everybody's, you know, kind of in their homes, then you want to capitalize on that by making sure that your content and your titles and the information you're putting out is relevant to that current trend. And and you only know that if you're paying attention to the keyword search volume and doing that research on a regular basis. Um, The other thing that we've been talking about uh, written content a lot, but don't forget about your imagery as well, especially if your marketplace has substantial changes in the seasons. There's definitely certain parts of you know the country where you have like four very specific seasons, like spring, summer, winter, and fall all look completely different. Change up the imagery so that when somebody is visiting your auto loan page or credit card page, the imagery they're seeing is appropriate for the time of year. And you know, it's not you obviously wouldn't want a picture of fall leaves, you know, all year long. It's it's noticeable that that looks like dated content immediately. So updating your imagery, um, at minimum, your hero images on the top of your product page, definitely your homepage, that should be getting updated constantly. But for your product pages, don't forget about those hero images um, at at minimum. And if you can do more on page, that's great, but try to keep those updated as well. Yeah. The last thing I was thinking about when we're talking about websites in general and content is if you are running live chat or a chat bot, especially Mm -hmm. a a chat bot, because basically what you'll see is that when you have a really well-designed chat bot, you should have like, um, here's our top five or top eight, maybe 10 at the most um, topics that people are interested in. So you kind of walk through those topics and you try to answer the most frequently asked questions through the chat bot to avoid having to use a staff, a live staff member to take a phone call or deal with a live chat inquiry. But what you have, what you'll find is like seasonally and sometimes even monthly, those frequently asked topics change. And so you look at the chat bot, you can look at the stats and figure out what are the most popular ones and make sure you're surfacing those or editing that content to be even more relevant. A great example is around right now, for example, tax questions. If you don't have tax questions or how do you get your tax documents and those kinds of things in your chat bot, you're missing a frequently asked question for a financial institution right now. Um, And so sometimes that changes depending on the time of year. 
Right. And you're causing unnecessary call volume into, right. into your contact center or email volume, you know, for those people who are just all day long, like this is where you find your tax forms, you know, they're now right. available in online banking. This is the tab you click on. Um, so a lot of times, especially for chatbots and, and really in general, having a, a good line of communication between frontline staff and mm-hmm. the people producing the content, which is typically marketing, but it could yeah. be other departments, making sure that that stays open all year long so that your contact center folks are are comfortable saying, Hey, marketing, you know, everyone's starting to ask about tax forms right now. Like, let's get that in the chat bot or like, let's switch out the yeah. content, you know, yeah, and it, it's just, it's a matter of being proactive sometimes, yeah. or just reacting to what's in, the information you're coming in and doing something about that really empowering those staff members to reach out to marketing or, you know, a department head and give that feedback is, is super important. I totally agree yeah. with you, Penny. Awesome yeah. stuff. So Great conversation. Um, thank you guys so much for, t- for tuning in. Please visit us at figro.com. We've got a lot of other great podcast topics there. We've also got Figrowth Academy um, and also our retainer sor- services and um, our website um, services. So we'd love to learn more about your needs and help your um, banker credit union grow. So let's get out there and let's make it happen. 